because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Hey, hello, and welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for joining me here on the podcast today. Find me on the radio each and every weekday with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. It's been a very, very tough week in Central Florida after the deaths of three people in Pine Hills as the result of the shooting on Wednesday. Two others were wounded in that shooting. The Orange County Sheriff's Department late last week releasing body cam footage of the arrest of Pine Hill shooting suspect Keith Moses. He is the lone suspect in the shooting deaths of those three people, including nine-year-old Tiana Major. Earlier, I spoke with Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings about the tragedy and started off by asking the mayor for his reaction to what happened on Wednesday in Pine Hills. Well, first, let me just say, uh, uh, as a community, we offer our condolences to all of those families who have been directly impacted by this tragedy. And in terms of, uh, you know, my my emotions about it, uh, you know, these are the types of events that kind of anger and uh, motivate me to to do more, to try to make certain that we are doing the right things to reduce uh, gun violence in our community. And hear me clearly when I say that I realize that it's not necessarily the the gun uh, itself or the firearm that kills us, it's individuals. Uh, But uh, sadly, I have to say that um, in many regards as a nation, we're not uh, making appropriate decisions uh, to take uh, the hands out, the guns out of the hands of those who should not have guns. We are making it far too easy by the legislation that we're passing for the non-law-abiding gun citizens to to come uh, into carrying guns, and that, uh, sadly, I have to say, is going to allow us to continue to see the types of devastation and horrific incidents occurring across our nation. We've got to do something differently. And each time one of these incidents happens, it means that that's another family uh, that's been impacted by it. And I dare say that at at some point uh, we're going to have a crossroads where there will be some meaningful change that will happen uh, that will help reduce the types of things that we're seeing. You know, Mayor, I, I'm glad to hear you say we got to do something different because whatever we're doing it ain't working. It, it's not working, and, and it's always whenever we have a shooting like this, it's always a knee-jerk political reaction. I think people are sick and tired of the back and forth. But Mayor, eventually we got to get past that and and talk about the root causes. And people don't want to hear it. And I talked about it earlier this morning. People don't want to hear it. But to for me, Mayor, for me, my opinion is it it's all it all goes back to the basics, and that is the breakdown of the family unit in America. To me, the number one thing we should be addressing in our society right now, and yes, communities coming together like you guys did yesterday, it's wonderful. It's great. But to me, God and family is something that that we should be talking about first and foremost, and I I guess that's why I I wouldn't make a a good politician. I know that's not necessarily the government's job, but what what do you think of of that, of, of bringing God and family back into the public square here, Mayor? 
Well, uh, Scott, you're you're spot on in that uh, we got to raise better human beings. Uh, Unfortunately, because of the world that we live in, we do see individuals who seem to be more radicalized in their beliefs. And some of that is uh, created because of the propaganda that we see in social media uh, and uh, the marketing tactics and strategies that we see. Uh, We know that some of it is as a result of the breakdown of the family where individuals are not uh, being uh, raised with the the appropriate uh, moral values. They have devalued uh, human life. And, uh, you know, some of that is uh, just a societal issue that we're going through. But what I do know is uh, we have to do something differently. You know, I spent nearly 40 years in law enforcement uh, responding to uh, many, many different uh, homicides and violent crimes. And uh, each time I've seen that, it just it just totally saddens me. And uh, unfortunately, because of the political divide that we have as a nation, we are not making any progress. Uh, in fact, we are failing. We're failing families in America. We're failing families here within our communities. And uh, quite frankly, I, I'm just uh, tired of uh, of seeing that happen and, and doing nothing because I've had to look in the eyes of wives and spouses of police officers who've been killed in the line of duty because of gunfire. I've looked in the eyes uh, of uh, surviving spouses and uh, parents and family members, siblings, coworkers uh, who have had to experience these types of tragedies. And, and I see the pain. Uh, I've responded numerous times over the last 42 years of my public service uh, to the, these types of incident scenes. And uh, it is overwhelming at times to see how uh, real people are being impacted. And it's not just a speaking point for a politician who's trying to get elected or reelected. Uh, you know, at this point in my career, I've had a wonderful career. And, and with me, it's no longer about trying to get elected, climbing some type of ladder. You know, I've had the, the type of success that uh, many people would, would want to have. And so for the balance of the time that I have left, it's about making meaningful differences in the lives of people in positive ways. And so it's a clarion call for our community to say, okay, what can we do? What is the most appropriate thing to do? How do we invest on the front end to make sure that we are not having to deal with broken people on the back end? That young man who is at least accused of uh, killing and uh, injuring these individuals, uh, I, I dare say he comes out of some kind of environment where there's some brokenness there. There's perhaps some uh, mental illness there. Uh, there is something that uh, he's missing uh, in the ingredients of, of, you know, making certain that individuals do uh, are raised to respect uh, the lives of, of, of others. And so that's where we're investing in our community on the front end, on the awareness and the prevention side. We are investing with intervention-related programs to address uh, those uh, deficits in the lives of people uh, who choose to kill someone else. We're investing in our law enforcement. You know, we, uh, being Orange County, have invested heavily in increasing the budget of our sheriff's office uh, to put uh, more deputy sheriffs out on the streets of our county 
We're investing in prosecution. We're supporting the courts. We're supporting uh, the state attorney's office, the public defender, to ensure that there's justice that will prevail on behalf of all people. And so I, I did announce yesterday that we will reconstitute a citizen safety task force that we put in place a couple of years or so ago. We're going to think outside of the box, and we're going to depend on our citizens with the citizen safety task force to, to help us with that. You know, we are government of the people, by the people. And my style of leadership is always to involve our citizens directly in the decisions that we're making. So we're going to uh, do that once again. We're going to listen and see how we can maybe improve. But I know that, um, I hate to say it this way, but there's no silver bullet. I knew that the first time we impaneled the Citizen Safety Task Force, it would not come up with a solution that will solve all of our problems related to violent crime. But it was an opportunity for us to uh, strive to reach that that pinnacle of bringing about the meaningful change. And so we're going to try it once again. We'll listen. We will take uh, the citizens' taxpayer dollars and uh, hopefully uh, fund uh, certain programs on the front end so that we're not having to deal with individuals and the carnage uh, when persons die needlessly because of uh, gunfire and, and guns being in the hands of wrong, the wrong people. Mayor, how culpable is the criminal justice system? In particular, in this case, it would be the juvenile justice system. How in the world, a lot of people are asking this question, how in the world could this 19-year-old be out on the streets with the rap sheet that he has? At 19, he is a juvenile, and you've heard the prosecutor, the state attorney, say the balance of most of his uh, involvement with the criminal justice system was as a juvenile. Juveniles are given, I believe, the benefit of their youth. And with that, uh, we have a system that is focused on rehabilitation and uh, early intervention for our youth to redirect their uh, illicit behavior. And um, because of that, you know, there's some uh, privileges that juveniles have that adults uh, necessarily in the system don't really have. And uh, the two uh, don't sometimes interact uh, appropriately together, that being the juvenile system and the adult system. Uh, so uh, our state attorney, uh, you know, advocated that uh, she believes that there needs to be some change, some modifications in both uh, the juvenile and the adult system to allow this integration of uh, data and information between the two different, uh, I guess you can say, times in one's life uh, to uh, make certain that the system is looking holistically at the, the whole person and uh, how to treat them to ensure that justice prevails for, for, for all people. And so uh, she's the expert in that area, so well, we'll do that by the same token. I think what our community wants to hear is that uh, given these current situations with this individual, if he is found guilty, they want him to be held accountable. They want to make certain that he is prosecuted to the fullest extent that the law uh, will provide. And, and I agree with that. Uh, we need to hold individuals accountable who kill other people, who injure others uh, to the fullest extent of law. And we should not be easy, uh, apologetic, 
when we do so, uh, I think that uh, they should be held accountable for the crimes that they commit. Mayor, finally, we have heard from a lot of folks in Pine Hills, and look, they're upset, they're scared. I know you heard from some of them yesterday during your community meeting. This has been a community that has been besieged by this kind of stuff for a long time. So I, what, what kind of message do you have for the folks in Pine Hills this morning, Mayor? I want the people in Pine Hills to know that uh, there's a lot of good in Pine Hills, and uh, these uh, types of events are um, out of character for the overall uh, culture within that community. Uh, and um, we have to work together with them to make certain that Pine Hills can be all that it can be. I think per capita, uh, you know, based on what the sheriff is saying about recent data, uh, overall, in the last five years, he's seen a decline in a violent crime with, within that area and uh, throughout the county. Uh, however, uh, when you have one uh, major uh, tragedy like this, it, it kind of negates any uh, success uh, uh, that you have achieved in the recent uh, past. So we are going to continue working to make certain that Pine Hills uh, is as safe as it possibly can be, but we are doing that across the county. Uh, Pine Hills isn't the only community. In fact, uh, we've had homicides in some of the most upscale communities. We, uh, you may recall, a few years ago there was a homicide in, out in Alworth, uh, you know, where an individual was uh, uh, prosecuted for uh, killing his wife. And, and so, what I'm saying here is that. Uh, there is uh, crime and violent crime happens in a lot of places and many different communities. Uh, but uh, this is one that could um, could possibly have occurred anywhere, but it happened in Pine Hill. So we have to deal with the situation now and we will deal with it. But I don't want to see this happen in downtown Orlando. Of course, we had an incident uh, with the Pulse nightclub. Uh, we've had them. Uh, we've had mass shootings in East Orange County uh, at a play a business uh, probably six or seven years ago uh, where a, a disgruntled employee went in and shot up his co-workers out off of the Forsyth area. And, and so it can happen anywhere. And I don't want to single out one community and say it, it, it's, it's a terrible community. No, uh, this is a societal issue and it can't happen anywhere, but we want to certainly make certain that it doesn't happen anymore. That's our goal is to stop it from happening. Uh, and uh, that it's going to take all of us working together in unity to stop it. That is Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings here on the Inez Says Podcast. That will wrap it up for the podcast today. Appreciate you being here. I'll see you next time.